So now that you did your 150 miles, how was it? It was awesome. It was really awesome. Um, 75 miles a day. The first day was really hot and windy, which like sucked at the last 20 miles. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's so fulfilling, and it's all going to the National MS Society, which is a really good cause, a really good resource, um, and a nonprofit organization that supports people with MS and their families. And so it's just, like, emotional, and I can't believe I did it. That's a lot of miles. That's literally, like, if you, like, look at Wisconsin, like, head-on, like, on a map. Yeah. That's, like, going from, like, the right side to the left side in the, like, medium thickness part of the state. It's, it was a lot of miles. So I'm really proud of myself. That's amazing. My back wasn't sore. My neck wasn't sore. My legs were not sore. But my, my neck, crotch was my like, back. oh God. Ah. to Hype Queens Podcast, where we share our stories, motivate ourselves and others, and build a community of Hype Queens that support each other all day, every day. That's Bob. And that's Erica. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, just a quick reminder that all of our thoughts and... Um, those things. All the things. Are not are ours. <laughs> They're ours. They're not representative <laughs> of any company. Or our organization that we're working with. Solely ours. Ours! Back off. (laughs) Oh, dude. So how's your girl brain doing? My girl brain is feisty as ever. (laughs) (laughs) When is it it not? I can't help it. Like, when I get bored, I just want to think about boys because, like, it's beautiful. Because it's beautiful. They're beautiful. And then, like, the time goes by. Beautiful specimen. I know. Well... (laughs) I have, okay, so just, like, baseline. I have two hours a day in the car. Mm-hmm. I can either think about work, which is meh, or think about fucking beautiful boys. I'd pick that one. So, i pick that one, so too. So, beautiful boys it is. Beautiful boys. And, like, what I want in a beautiful boy. Yeah. And how I'm going to get there. We'll get there. And then I try not to get too scientific with it in my girl brain. We're already talking about just... wedding dates to weddings, like, <laughs> next summer. Like, what the heck? <laughs> I know. Is it, it's the usual. All of our friends are going to get married in like 10 to 15 years. Then it's going to be a hoopla. Yeah, I think we all are in like 10. I'd yeah. put my money on that. Yeah. Like. Hopefully that means I can like afford actually a nicer deal. <laughs> true. Because I cannot afford a wedding. I, I can't even all. fathom it. I can barely pay time. my bills on time. I would literally be like, we're eloping. <laughs> we're going to do a 10 year anniversary wedding. <laughs> right. Right now it's the courthouse and our mom and dad. Yep. Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Definitely a perk of getting married later for most. Some people can afford it now and that's, that's awesome. Yeah. But not me. Just not me. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I need a man. I mean, that <laughs> that's, kind of is a big part of it, That's like I suppose. Kind of 50%. I mean, I'm just looking to his family to be like, oh, we'll spot some of the wedding costs. I'm hoping and praying. <laughs> Please. I think my help. mom told me like a while ago that she'd buy my wedding dress. And that's about okay, it. Okay, okay. That's, that's nice. All, that's as far as we've gotten. Yeah. But. That can be anywhere from $300 to $3,000. I know. Just just depends on how spicy I want it to be. How spicy. 
I just really want to make sure that I have good food and good alcohol and good music. Right. And, like, a place to dance. Because knowing me and my friends is in my family, we're going to be dancing the night away. Most of the money for my wedding is going to go to the open bar. Everything else will be thrifted. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm totally... Plus, just think about it. Thrifting things is so much better for the environment. And... And... Your wallet. True that. Okay. You know what's really funny? What? Is the topic that we were just talking on is one of my questions. <gasps> really? Yeah. So, Eric and I are going to do something a little fun today that we hope you can play around... Play around... Eric and I are doing something a little fun today. <laughs> that we are going to ask each other some questions. We have no idea what they are. We made them up throughout the last like two weeks. And we hope you can play along too and not only enjoy our answers, but hopefully, you know, something for you to think about. Mine are kind of deep. I looked at Erica when she got here to the studio and I was like, because like I said, we did not talk about any of these yeah. questions. No, no guidelines, no nothing. We were just like random questions. I want to know what yeah. your reaction is to this question live. So, Don't. Yeah. <laughs> I asked her, like, so are your questions like goofy or serious? And she goes, I think they're like 50-50. And I was like, okay, cool. I think mine are like 70 goofy, 30 serious. And then okay. she looks at her paper and she goes, oh no, no, they're all serious. <laughs> and I was like, good, because like all of mine are goofy. So this is lopsided <laughs> i mean i think it'll it be okay i can I mean, always come up with some on the fly uh, yeah me too hopefully i oh, mean yeah. i know a lot about you i i did have to go to the internet for some help and a lot of like the random questions that the internet says to ask a girl i already know about you so oh shit yeah i didn't even think to google anything <laughs> i it's funny this was my idea and then i had to be the one to google it's okay okay. Um, because they're good questions. I mean, I only came up with goofy ones, so maybe <laughs> that was the right thing to do. All right. Do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. okay. My papers all around here. Oh my gosh. I'm excited. I just got a little nervous too. Mine too. Well, now I'm a little self-conscious that all these are goofy. No. <laughs> we'll start with an easy one. Okay. So if you didn't know, Eric and I both work in the agriculture industry and you should know that. Yes. Because we love agriculture and we love to talk about it. Yes. So, Erica. What? What is your favorite dairy cow breed? And for those of you listening at home that don't know, there are six dairy cow breeds. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Teacher Bob. Yeah, anytime. It. I'll take questions at the end. I think my favorite dairy cow breed... Oh. And I need I, a why. I love... I love brown Swiss. I just think they're pretty. They are pretty. They're my favorite, too. And they're, like, kind of sassy, and they're pretty, and... Big ears. Yeah. I just... I just like them. Yeah. Is that a good enough... I like all cows. I just like them. Good enough explanation. Okay. They're they're just gorgeous. Definitely Google brown Swiss. They're the cute, like, kind of brownie tan ones with white, and they got big floppy-ass ears. Yeah, I love them. I love them so much. And then also, somebody that I know is, like... I think she's about to show a brown Swiss heifer, and um, so she's has her on her Instagram story a lot, and okay. they're just so cute. Yeah, <laughs> the calves are super cute yeah. too. Yeah. All right, That's am I ready answer. for yours? I'm nervous. I, do you want me to just go in deep? Real, you, you do like, what right you away? want. You do what you want to do. Okay, I'm ready. What advice would you give your younger self? One. Yeah, piece these of are way more deep than mine. <laughs> Totally deep, dude. I'm sorry. What advice? I want our listeners to learn us. 
They're going to get the serious side of me and the goofy ass side of you. Okay, we can flip-flop next time we do one of these. All right, <laughs> Okay. Um, a piece of advice I would give my younger self. Oh, that is tough. I think I would say something along the lines of, it took me a little bit of time to not really care what other people thought of me. Um, I feel like it's, it still happened to me like pretty early in my early adulthood. Mm-hmm. I think I would say like, don't be afraid to, you know, do the scary stuff. That's pretty cliche, especially when it comes to like work and I would also tell younger me, even like two years ago me, to like know when to give yourself credit. Because I still good. struggle with that. That's a good one. But know like <clears throat> when to give yourself credit and acknowledge that you did do a good job here. And yeah. like your work is good. And you're not just like flopping around on a keyboard. Like you're making good things. And you're talented. That's and, important. Yeah. And not just be like, oh, I just did it. Like, no, you did it. And you did it well. I hate the word just. Fair. I, that's one thing that I started, because I struggle with that too. I always felt stupid. Mm-hmm. Like around everybody. Yeah. Everybody that had 30 years of experience and why would they listen to somebody that's right out of school and I'm like super insecure because I don't know if what I'm doing is actually right because I've always right. had a guideline before and and now I'm like, I'm supposed to know and I don't really yep. feel, have the confidence and it's just, I, and one thing that I, caught myself doing a lot was saying I just did that or it yes, was just I do that this. all the time and I'm like no I did it it wasn't just doing it it was that was amazing what I just did mm-hmm. and you know in certain contexts the word just really de- de- deflates whatever you're about to say right so I've tried to avoid using that word when I describe what I'm doing yeah to other people that is a very good advice Bob mm-hmm. I'm sorry that I have deep questions and you have goofy one. <laughs> hey, this is this is what happens. But we, I mean, I feel like we're gonna answer each other's questions. <laughs> Looking through these and just giggling. Okay. Okay, I'll bring it back around to how we opened. Okay. What would your wedding dress look like if you were getting married tomorrow? Oh. I okay, so I like to dance, and I feel like my wedding is gonna be a big party. So I feel like my wedding dress is not gonna be on me for very long. Oh hey. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna have a costume change after the ceremony, like into like a short white dress kind of thing with if like Converse. So yeah, something along those That's lines. A, I see it. Or like I would even go as far as like a flowy romper. Like, I just want to be Ooh, able to... I like that. Yeah, I just want to be able to, like, live mm-hmm. and breathe and dance and move around and not be so self-conscious of me dragging a big piece of white fabric all over the place. Yeah. So I think my wedding dress is going to be very cheap. Like, I'm just going to look really simple and accessorize the hell out of it mm-hmm. with necklaces and bracelets and earrings that I can wear all night. Okay. Um... And then I'm not going to have a veil. I really don't want a veil. Okay. And I think what I want for the dress specifically, I want it to be flowy and a sweetheart neckline mm-hmm. <laughs> with mm-hmm. a little bit of like ruching at the top. Do you want like sleeves or like what do you... I think, no. I think... Strapless? Strapless would be great. All right. Yeah. Strapless would be great. Yeah. I just want it to be simple and classic. Yeah. Yeah. And not too expensive. Right. Because... Don't go to David's Bridal. Okay, I won't. 
<laughs> I, as somebody who is nowhere near getting married but tried out a bunch of wedding dresses one time, the quality is just ass. Okay. That's not even, it's worth spending the extra 400 bucks. Okay. And going to a bridal shop. Well, that's a good so note piece that. of advice. <laughs> note that for our 10-year future. Okay. Or, actually, I'm changing my, I really like thick strap, like, tank top dresses with a really plunging neckline and then, like, a plunging back if I had the Ooh. back for it. <laughs> <laughs> you can have the back for anything. But, I think I'm going to go with the classic and then get my party outfit on. I like the idea of the romper. Yeah. I could see and it. I mean, I sew. So, I'm feeling like if I don't find the right romper when the time comes, I'll just fucking make it. Make one. There you go. Like, I... I'm not afraid of making my own clothes. I just don't do it enough because I don't have enough time. Yeah. There's my first excuse. <laughs> but I, I've made outfits before. And so that's kind of like, I'm just, I think about it and I'm like, I would totally make, if I had a pattern or at least inspiration from a pattern, I could probably just make it. Yeah. And probably like it, you know, because then I can fit it to me. That would be super cool. So that's what I'm thinking. I like it. And then I just really want my wedding to be casual. Yeah. It's just, I just want everybody to come and have a good time. Yep. So. Aww. Yeah. That. I know. I really want to ask you what your wedding dress would look like. Oh, man. I really, I tried on this one and it was perfect. It was like, I was literally just trying on these dresses for fun with a friend. Okay. And I put it on and we both cried because we are like, that's the one. Oh, I know. Singles and I've Pringles. never, I've never tried on a wedding dress ever. It's a very, it's an awesome experience. Also, okay. like lying about getting married to all the people is interesting. <laughs> I oh to, like, my god! I had to make up a whole like name, how we met, when the date is. Bob, you catfish, kind yeah, of. I did. I catfished the bridal boutique. Oh my god! They still, <laughs> they still send me texts. <laughs> um, but no, it was um, it was a sweetheart neckline. And then it had, like, lace, and it was an A-line, so it didn't puff out until right at my hips, so it made everything look good. But then it had lace sleeves, tight nice. sleeves with, like, the open neck, so the neck oh, cool. didn't come until, like, halfway on my shoulders. Beautiful. Oh, that it was does sound so pretty. beautiful. It was perfect. Bookmark it. I have Ten pictures. Years. Yeah. Oh, you do? Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't know that. Maybe we'll post them. Um, okay, what's the nicest thing anyone has ever said to you? Oh, man. Okay, I have two. Okay. Well, they're not the nicest. I can't, I don't know if I know the nicest thing. That's okay. Just the things that have stuck out to you. I have an old memory that, for whatever reason, has stuck with me, and then I have a pretty new memory. Okay. So, this is just funny, and I don't know why this is, like, such a big thing, but I remember it so vividly. So, prom. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I went over to my boyfriend's house, and, um, like I was already, I got over there and he was like upstairs getting ready. And I was at the base of the stairs. I don't know why. Cause like, we're definitely like, we're not even barely friends. Like we're, well, we're not friends. It's okay. But I remember just like, I just felt so beautiful and I just felt so good. And I was nervous, you know, it was first prom, like scary. Yeah. First time I'd had a boyfriend. Like there were a lot of things. Yeah. And... I remember he got to the top of the stairs and he looked down at me and I don't know, I could just like feel it and I can see his face and he just genuinely meant this. And he just looked at me and he goes, wow, you look so beautiful. 
Oh my god, see? That stuck out. And it just stuck out, and I just, like, felt so... I was like, oh, I think. Yeah. And it was just, like, That's a so moment. Nice. Yeah. And I remember that... I can tell you, like, what fucking pictures were hanging on the wall in the hallway. Oh my god! It's one of those, like, see, vivid memories. That is, like, an important memory. Yeah. And the other one was, um, I'd gone on a date the other day with this guy, okay. and... We were having, like, really, really great conversation, and we ended up, like, kind of diving a little deeper into, like, family situations, and neither him nor I had the best one, mm-hmm. and I, I can't remember exactly how he worded it, but he, like, looked at me, and he was like, you know what? I would have never guessed that you'd gone through all this shit for how you are, oh. and I was just like, man... Okay. Oh my god. And like, I don't know, that was a good, I saw a quote today too that was like, you don't know, oh god, I'm so bad at memorizing quotes, but it was something along the lines of, you don't know how great the day is until you've lived through the night. Oh my god, okay. That's so nice. Yeah, and I was just like, just so you know, and he's still kind of a stranger. Mm-hmm. You know, this was only our second time like in person being together, and that just like meant a lot from this, you know, couple conversations we had in a couple minutes of actually talking. Yeah. About it. And that, that definitely stuck with me. I just nice. thought that was super nice. Oh. Yeah. Do you have one that you remember? Um, I think, like, the one that I, that sticks out to me the most at this point in time is last summer I went to Canada with one of my friends and her family. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of nervous about, like, clicking with her cousins that were on the trip because... Like, I had gotten drunk with them before the trip, and I was, like, on a mission to get wasted, and so I didn't make, like, the best first impression. (laughs) (laughs) I was on a mission to get wasted. So I kind of freaked everybody out. Okay. And so, and and my friend was like, no, it's just, like, no, like, she's really cool, like, and so we were probably halfway through the trip in Canada, and it was me and the cousins without my friend there. Okay. And I was like... You guys, and I had lost my luggage, and I finally got the luggage back. And I was like, you guys, this is just, like, an amazing trip. Like, I'm having so much fun, and you guys are so cool. And they looked at me, and they were like, you are awesome. Oh. You are so easy to get along with. Oh. And we are having so much fun. We had our reservations about, you know, our cousin bringing along her best friend that we didn't know. Yeah. And... Honestly, your first impression wasn't the greatest, so... <laughs> At least they said it. Yeah, and they're like, you are just awesome to be around. Aww. They're They're like, you just make you just make everybody laugh and you make everybody happy and you don't care and it's just awesome. Oh, I love that. And I just love that, like, that's my... Imper- and, like, if that's an impression on people that I make, no matter if it's, like, our first time or fifth time making, as long as, like, that's an impression I'm making on people, I just, like, think that's so sweet of people to tell me. Yeah. Because that's what I want to, like, I want to be a very warm and friendly person to be around. Right. And so, that just meant a lot to me because... That is so nice. I can tell they're, like, not very emotional. Okay. And not really, like, they don't really go out of their way to say that to that many people. Yeah. And so, the fact that they said it to me and that they enjoyed being with me so much really meant a lot. Yeah. So, yeah. That's... Oh. That's what's sticking out at this point in time. Oh. Dude, this wine is kind of hitting me. Can Bob you see it in my eyes? <laughs> Bob's drinking wine. I'm drinking coffee because I got to drive home. <laughs> For once, I'm not driving home late at Which night. Which is really nice. Even though we still drink Truly's when we record at your place. Oh, my gosh. Whatever. One day they'll sponsor us. Truly, we're looking at you. Truly. So, from um, <laughs> the best piece of advice you ever had to... Um, 
What is your favorite hard liquor and how do you like to drink it? Oh my god. <laughs> my favorite hard liquor. Wait, wait, can I guess? Sure. Erica's not really a hard liquor person. She loves her beer, and I feel like you like wine a bit. I do. But definitely beer. I'm always the one with too many cords light. <laughs> and she hates shots. I hate shots. I should probably... It's gotta be like vodka. Like vodka lemonade. It's either vodka lemonade with like Tito's vodka. Yeah, yeah. Or like spiced rum and coke. Okay. That's what I would do. That's like my go-to rail. So Tito's lemonade or spiced rum and coke? I think it's spiced rum and coke. Really? Okay. I do. So we're the same. <laughs> okay, because that's what we all get. Like our our group of friends is just like rum and rum cokes. and coke, rum and coke, rum and coke, rum and coke. Bob, can you give me a rum and coke? Yeah, <laughs> give me one. <laughs> yeah, between us and our one friend, yeah, we're always drinking that. We're always drinking rum and cokes. I think it has to be rum and coke. And I I'm also I'm not mad about that. I also like the. I like saying rum and coke out loud. Can I get a rum and coke? It's just like it just flies off the tongue a little bit. Rum I really coke. like it. Rum and coke? Isn't it weird? Pretty sure I mentioned rum and coke in my Tinder bio. <laughs> I think you do. I think you say that you're into like cheese and rum and cokes. That's about accurate though. That's me. <laughs> cheese, rum and coke. My identity on Tinder is cheese and rum and coke. <laughs> Swipe right. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't love that? Here's a good question. Oh, this okay. could be a goofy one. Okay, make it goofy. Okay. Because I feel... <laughs> okay, I'm sorry for putting on the spot. No, you're fine. I'm trying to... I'm just trying it's, to... It's keep... nice and even. Yeah. And we're both answering, so it's chill. What's the weirdest thing you've seen in someone else's house? All right. For sure, our <laughs> friend who lived on the cross. Okay. They had a... She had a bathroom in her room, but there was no, like, wall. So it was just her bedroom toilet. <laughs> 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 One time I took a massive shit on that toilet and it's <laughs> there's no walls to like it's, it's yeah, it's not private. When you have a drunk shit, everybody knows what those are. It just, <laughs> it's bad. It <laughs> That's the weirdest thing that for sure off the top of my head I can think of. I couldn't do that. <sighs> yeah, that's... unless I like lived a, even then cuz then like if somebody's over I'd be like, "Excuse me, you need to leave my room or I got to go use the other bathroom." Yeah. And then everything is just, like, bathroom smell. Like, I don't want that. Yeah. That was pretty weird. That was odd. And it wasn't even on the second floor. It was on the first floor. It was odd. Um, weirdest thing I've seen in somebody's house, mannequins in the master bedroom looking at the bed. Oh, I don't like that. Like, ceramic vintage mannequins. I don't like that Looking at, at the bed. That's nightmare or horror movie material. It was really odd. And I walked right past. Did you sleep in there? No. <laughs> no, but I, I remember being like, what kind of kinky shit is going on in there? <laughs> right? And then I walked away. It's like an audience without an audience. <laughs> anyway. I don't like that. <laughs> I, I was like, not like that. I can handle a lot of quirky things. But that one I did not expect, especially being in the house it was in. So, yeah. That's about it. Shit. <laughs> Here's a hard one. Okay. Would you rather not see your dog Millie for a year or not see your parents for a year? Sorry, mom and dad. Oh my god. I don't know what's going to happen here. Honestly. Erica's obsessed with her dog. I'm obsessed with my dog. I, can I still talk to my parents? No contact. 
with anyone. No contact with my parents or my dog. Is this so bad? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I don't think I would see my dog for a year. I definitely thought you were going to say No. I I need my parents. Yeah. Like, I have such a good relationship with them. And it would kill me. But your ass would be taking care of Millie. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Charles is going to have a rude awakening. Or Millie's going to have a rude awakening. I don't it's know. It's probably the other way around. Millie is such a... She's about to be one. I know. How is she so old? I don't know. Oh. Anyway, I, I, I need to see my family at, like, holidays. I don't think I could do it without them. Does that make me a good daughter? I think so. Okay, does that, it makes me bad. That, that was a hard one, wasn't it? That's a hard one. I was, like I said, I definitely thought the outcome was going to be the opposite. I am, like, feeling really sad about that, so I'm going to move on. Okay. Okay, if you could spend five minutes in ten years from now to get a sense of where you'll be, would you do it? Oh, five minutes in ten years from now, so yeah. I'd be 35. Yeah. Shit, that's scary. Would you do it, or would you not? Man... I don't think I would. I would. I feel like <laughs> I'd be like, "Who's my fucking husband?" But What's see, that's what I'm job? afraid. Like, what if I don't have one, or what if my job is ass, or like, what if I like live in a box, or I'm a divorcee with six kids? Like, okay. Um. <laughs> I really hope that that's not the situation because that would be a kid every year and a half. So yeah, that's like a lot of pregnancy starting right now. Um, that's fair. I, w- I would be afraid of what I would see. That it would be disappointing from, like, where I want and envision myself to be. So I'm going to say no. Gulp. You're going to say yes. I, I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Shade. I feel like it's a 50-50 chance. I mean, it's a 50-50 chance, no matter what, of you being happy or not. <laughs> so sometimes... Bro, you are... Drink your wine, Bob. No. <laughs> it's like... I don't know. Do Yeah, I would go and look. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. What would you expect to see? Because I'm impatient as fuck. But, like, what if it's not what you want? And then you gotta come back here and be like, fuck. Then I'll be just Then like, you don't know what decisions you made to get there. But then... I think it would put me a greater ease of mind on just, like, accepting shit. That could be true. <laughs> I should just stop being a little bitch about shit but- and pursue things so much harder. <laughs> and maybe I would... <laughs> I don't know. What would you want to see when you pop in at those five minutes? I can't go into that great of detail, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Note to self... <laughs> No more wine while <laughs> podcasting. Okay, so I would I love to be like <laughs> so Okay. Oh god, we have the giggles. I'm so sorry. We it's have like exhaustion. I don't even know. It probably is a combo. <laughs> I would love to be like in a relationship with a ring on the finger, whether it's engaged or married. Okay. And be happy with my job. 
I think that's pretty easy shit to, like, accomplish, right? Yeah. I don't have some grandiose, like, I want to be on a beach house in Southern California. Five with, rooms, four bathrooms. Yeah, with, like, a multi-million dollar company. And, like, if that stuff happens, it might happen. But I just want to be, like, happy. Yeah. You know? I dig that. Okay. Okay. It's your turn. If you could be on a game show, what game show would you be on? Does it have to be a game show or can it be a talent show? Game show. Gotta stick to the question. Well, whoa. <laughs> I don't really, I, not much. Oh, I always wanted to be on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Okay. I think that'd be fun. That's I the like not, four question one, right? I would not get very far. That'd be fun. But it would be fun. That's when you have, like, phone a friend and all that, Yeah. And ask the audience. Yep. And then, like, multiple choice is usually, you can... You could... I could see you walking out of there with, like, 250 grand. I'd be so happy with that. Yeah. Government takes half. I'm still left with 125. That's a decent-sized house. That's a... Yeah. Paid in full. Right. Hell yeah. I could do that. That's the one I would be on. Yeah. What about you? Oh, back in the day with Bob Barker, I'd be on The Price is Right. I love The Price is Right. (laughs) I would watch that shit every day. I'd come home, little 12-year-old, 10-year-old, 8-year-old me. Yeah. If we didn't have school, Maury would finish from 9 to 10, and then it'd be Jerry Springer from 10 to 11, and then The Price is Right from 11 to 12. Oh my gosh. You know, you were like, memorized that. That's because I lived for that shit. (laughs) I love the prices, right? I like always thought like what family members were gonna bring, what T-shirt I'm gonna make, like, and I got so good at it. Like, imagine this. Okay. We all know I'm a little weird. Uh huh. Well, uh, yeah. When I was ten, uh huh. I am too. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> when I was ten, I could point to a washer and dryer set and tell you within the hundred how much that fucker was worth. Oh my god. And like a gallon of milk or a brand new Ford Focus or a cruise for five days, four nights in the Caribbean. <laughs> That'd be fourteen ninety nine. Oh my god! And when I could have, I could have been like a, um, a Price Is Right prodigy. Probably. The time has passed. Wait, shit. And now Drew Carey is the host, and he's not as good. Okay, I don't even watch anything like that. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. I was a weird kid. Price Is Right in the news. Those are my go tos. What did I do? I did like trading spaces. I did all the TLC shit, and then mm-hmm. I did the MTV shit. Mm-hmm. I did, like, Real House, or Real World. I feel like a fun one would be, like, Next. Like, I'd be on Next on <sighs> TV. I remember Next. <laughs> Those were the good... That was when, like, reality TV was, like, actually good. Flavor of Love, Rock of oh, Love. Flavor of Love. Everybody Loves New York. Damn it. I know, dude. <laughs> I love Flavor of Love. My parents were like, your brain is gonna be fried. <laughs> If I watched that shit any more than I did. And it was always the quick, like, change the channel. Like, I wasn't, like, I was actually watching the news or something when my parents walk in the room. Yeah, or you're just channel surfing. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not watching that horrible TV show for a 15-year-old. No, I'm not. Absolutely not, Mom. Oh, man, but I was, I lived for those shows. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. I remember the first time I watched The Real World. And my life changed, and then I was addicted. And, and now auditioned. I watch it, and now I watch it, and I'm like, fuck that. That could have been us. I know. We auditioned. We auditioned. Oh we, my god, we auditioned for the real world. We did. Real world. That's actually really hard to say. The real world. Yeah. Yeah. That was an adventure. It was. We made it to one the of top. Our, one of our friends, like, almost got it. Yeah. That's also crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Dude, okay. college is wild. <laughs> what food do you crave the most often? Oh, pizza. Ah, cheese. I knew Just it was cheese. Be cheese. <laughs> if I had to pick like a food food, like a meal food, pizza. Okay. I honestly, if I don't eat cheese once a day, I like feel like I, I need it. <laughs> Isn't there a study that like cheese lights up the same reactors in your brain as like cocaine? Does it? Uh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm pretty I, sure that that's I've a heard study. the same thing about Oreos. <laughs> Maybe it's not a real study. <laughs> if it is, though, I feel it. Okay. <laughs> You're so giggly this episode. I love it. <laughs> what about you? Sugar. Ice cream. <laughs> Sugar. Dude, I have such a sweet yeah. tooth. It's so bad. You do have sweets. I and love I'm, sweets. And that's how we even out well because I'm a savory. Yeah. And I mean, I, I do. What's like the one sweet that you crave Ice cream. The most? Okay. All the time. Okay. Every fucking night. I want ice cream. I eat cheese every night. And if I don't <laughs> have it, this is why I go to the store a lot and I, I will eat a whole pint. Yeah, it's and tough. it's just I'm working on it. Yeah. Usually when I have s- cravings, it's because I didn't eat enough during the day. Mm-hmm. So then I come home and I'm like craving calories because I didn't fulfill myself nutritionally mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. the day. And that's when you eat junk. And that's when you eat junk. So yeah. I'm working on meal prepping and like being nutritionally good all day so that I don't have those cravings. But like, damn, sometimes it comes over me like a tsunami and I just have to go to Culver's. Yeah. It's not even funny. Girl, I feel it. Your turn. If you could be incarnated into any animal, what would it be? A lion. Why? Because that's my birth sign. So, Leo. (laughs) (laughs) And they're majestic. They are majestic. Would you be a male or a female lion? A male. I want the hair. (laughs) I've never had any hair. I have you would such, have a lot of hair. I've had such thin hair and fine hair my whole life. So I'd want to be the man because I want that beautiful mane. You can have all the bitches. All the bitties. <laughs> no, yeah, and I also want to be in charge. So. Yeah. That's what I would be. I could see <laughs> I could see it. <laughs> yeah. And also I'm like inspired because the Lion King's going to come out. And I'm, like, super yep. excited about that. Yeah. Okay. What do I want to ask you next? Okay. Actually, I really am curious about this. Hmm. What's the best comeback you've ever heard or ever given? Oh, dude. I'm so bad at comeback, so it wasn't me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always think of a good one, like, after the fact. Oh, yeah. Like, five minutes after? Mm-hmm. Fuck. I don't know if I can think of one. Really? It, it's because you want to keep the peace. You don't want to ruffle people's feathers. I don't. Do you know one? Yep. I said it. I was probably a little too oh, sassy for my own good. What'd you do? There was a manager that was pissy that I didn't order lunch for the whole office when I had a lunch meeting. Okay. And he was giving me shit for, like, not ordering him lunch. And so, like, he just get, got me on an off day. <laughs> and I put my foot in my mouth and he was like giving me shit for not ordering him lunch and I was like you know I didn't know that I was gonna have to hold your hand and wipe your ass through life (laughs) (laughs) shit he did not bug me about lunch (laughs) ever again (laughs) 
That's intense. That's a little intense, but that's probably the best one that I came up with. Okay. On the on the spot. Okay. That was like, shut up and stop talking to me. Do you know what I mean? Because sometimes when you banter back and forth, it's like it wasn't like that great if you didn't make them stop talking. Yeah. But that one was like, stop talking. Yeah. Yeah. This one, okay, that kind of like jolted my memory and I was thinking of this. I don't think it's a comeback, but I think I'm going to use it. Okay. I was sitting in at my mom's work, like part time, so I was doing like weird jobs for them. And my mom is definitely not one to keep the peace. Okay. And I remember watching this from afar. She was sitting at her desk, and the lady next to her and her were fighting, because they, like, bickered all the time. They had mm-hmm. just ordered Jimmy John's. Okay. And my mom had the bag of subs on her desk, and the lady, what I, I don't remember what her, anyways, she was, like, they are bickering back and forth, and my mom, <laughs> the brand new Jimmy John's sub, my mom looked this woman straight in the face and was like, you know what? Fuck your fucking sub. Picked it up and threw it in the trash. <laughs> and I walked out and I was like, I don't know anybody here. I gotta go. I... Oh my god. And I mean, obviously that did not end well, but oh my and god, it's not a comeback. But your lunch story reminded me of that. Hashtag lunch mistakes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I should have said this one earlier. What? Go to ice cream fi- flavor. My go-to ice cream flavor, chocolate peanut butter. You love chocolate peanut butter. I do love chocolate peanut butter, everything, anything and everything. Yeah, you do. My go-to Culver's order is chocolate custard with peanut butter and Reese's peanut butter cups in it. Mm, Okay. That is like my go-to. Okay. Babcock, chocolate peanut butter ice cream, Reese's peanut butter cups on pretty much any damn thing. Um, yeah. Alright. It's just my my jam, man. You do love the chocolate peanut butter. I do. All right, Bob. Can I ask you another deep one? I'm ready. What makes a good friend? Hmm. Somebody who is trustworthy and honest. Those are really important to me. But also someone who can, like, have fun but also be serious. Someone I know who will have my back. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, Somebody, yeah, I think that's a really big one. That, like, not taking life too seriously, but also serious. Yeah. A nice balance. Because we got to have fun, but I need you to, like, pull your weight and get your shit done that you want to get done. Right. Ooh, what's your least favorite work task? I thought about this today. (laughs) My least favorite work task is sending anything to any trade show or conference. Yeah, I do hate packaging. I hate... I hate sending stuff because something always goes wrong. Yeah. Or something gets lost mm-hmm. or something shows up late or something shows up too early and then the and then they charge you for storage at the mm. show site or something doesn't get packed. I like I forgot to pack something and then it becomes this huge traumatic issue and i'm like it's really not that big of an issue let's just go to the store and buy another one sorry i'm a human and forgot it (laughs) right there's a thousand details and a thousand things you need to pack for trade shows and it takes a long time yeah that too like shipping is a time-consuming task and it's so expensive yeah i just don't like that's probably my least favorite thing okay that's fair i just don't like doing it i don't like the responsibility of it because then if the if the if the company 
if like FedEx or UPS or the postal service, whatever messes up and loses your package, it falls on you from like the company side. Right. And I've gone through that a couple of times and I hate it (laughs) because it's not my problem. I did what I was supposed to be doing and it's not my problem that the company, the shipping service lost it. Right. Or damaged it. Like you can't control that. Like how, but it's still, but it's your fault because you shipped it even though it had to be shipped. Yeah. I hate that. I could see it. Yeah. I would just prefer to not. I could never be in warehouse. I yeah. I never want to do no, that. No, absolutely not. What's your least favorite? I hate notes. Taking notes. Okay. I don't mind taking notes. I actually, I'm really good at it. Uh-huh. And I don't mind taking notes during a meeting, but then I fucking hate <laughs> going back and like making them pretty and making them full sentences and putting them in paragraph form and getting yeah. the important stuff and the little like notes I made into like full sentences. I dread that. <laughs> I will put <laughs> it off. <laughs> I will put it off until it's 4.30 and then my adrenaline can kick in to get it done by 5. Okay. That's the only way it gets done. Okay. Wow. I don't do that that often. So uh, I don't even, I can't relate. For the nonprofit I work for, I am the like... I am the note taker. And I, I, like, don't mind taking the notes, like I said, but I hate condensing them and making them into pretty. I like making them pretty, but I hate the work that goes into making them pretty. That's fair. How many questions do you have left, Bob? Um, two. Okay. Would you rather be a musical star? Sorry. Would you, yeah, would you rather be, like, a singer or would you rather be a movie star? I think I'd rather be a singer. Okay. Why? I, I'm a musician. <laughs> so so. I, feel a, I feel like I already have like a hand in it. Okay. And the problem with that is that I don't feel confident in like my songwriting, lyric writing ability. So I definitely have to work with somebody on that. Okay. But I like singing. Would you want to like perform though? Like would you do tours? I... You know, I might be changing my mind That's as the... we're talking. Because, well, because so many people, like Adele, she will never go on tour again because she just destroyed her vocal cords by performing too much. Yeah. Like, I just see so many people. So I was trained classically, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, form and technique is everything. And something that a lot of, like, pop people do now is just, like, scream on the top of their lungs. Like, I, it's not a sustainable way of singing. Can you sing something? You're probably going to have to back away from the mic. Not right now. Because you're too loud. No, please. Putting me on the spot. This is like the real world audition. Okay. And I stole your song. Okay, I'll sing crazy. Okay. This is this song is Crazy by Patsy Cline. Give me 30 seconds. Okay. Watch your audio. <laughs> I know. Okay, I'm getting nervous. You're good. I'm not looking at you. Crazy. I'm crazy for feeling so lonely. Crazy for feeling so blue. I knew you'd love me as long as you wanted. And then someday you'd leave me for somebody new. Beautiful. Thanks. I don't want to lose my voice. Okay, that was you good. Know? Yeah. So, 
I maybe a movie star. I just want to like get paid like a couple million dollars to like be on set for 150 days and then not do anything. That's I was gonna say. <laughs> I think the work, the work think, of being a musician is way harder than a movie star. I feel like I know for most. Like going some people on like tour? some people like Leonardo DiCaprio like bust their shit all the time. But right, I don't need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, either I'm gonna get freaking biddies either way. So. Those boy bitties. They just get to go to, like, red carpet events. Look nice. Pretty dresses. Right. Yeah. Marry somebody famous. Mm -hmm. And then I can be a lifeguard again. That's, like, my actual goal in life. (laughs) (laughs) I picture you being, like, a multi-billion dollar movie star and then, like, going to, like, lifeguard at the local pool. Yeah. Afterwards. Dude, that's what I want. And I've done it. I have the experience. And I fucking love lifeguarding. It was my favorite job I've ever done. Aww. Okay, what's... Okay. Okay. What have you recently become obsessed with? Recently become ex- obsessed with? Mm-hmm. I feel like I have a really good option for you if you can't For me? Okay, wait, let me try and come up with something. <laughs> Somewhat recently Instagram stories. Okay. Making them and viewing them. I'm pretty okay. into it. Yeah, you're really good at that. Everybody, hype up Bob. She takes over our Instagram... And does all the stories and does all the posts. And she's so good at it. Is she not? Give her a round of applause, please. Oh, thank you. Uh, what were you going to say for me? Truth hurts. Oh, yeah. I am recently <laughs> obsessed. I want to... That's all. Maybe just Lizzo in general. Yeah. I do want to get a tank top that says, I'm a thick bitch, I need tempo. I love the the line in her song... I just took a DNA test. Turns, Turns out, out I'm 100%, 100% that bitch. Yep. That's fucking phenomenal. My favorite line in that song is, um, I don't play tag, bitch, I've been it. I, like, Sells she, me. like oh my god. It's so <laughs> Lizzo! Empowering. I, I do, that's a good, like, that is a good, like, girl power, post-breakup, I'm gonna do me. Yeah. Power stuff, like, that hypes me up. If we want to go out to the club, play that song, I'll come from a dead sleep. Yeah. Up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think mine is the Blue Ox Festival. <laughs> Your recent obsession. My recent obsession. Mm-hmm. It like reminds me of what Woodstock. Is that? It's a it's a bluegrass festival in Wisconsin, and it's just like is if Woodstock was now like a contemporary smaller Woodstock. Okay. That's how I can imagine it. Yeah. It's just so fucking awesome. Yeah. It was oh, really. Fun. We'll have to go next year. If yeah. It doesn't fall in the it's wedding. a music festival outdoors. People camp. Really good food. Really good beer. Hell yeah. Really good music. Last one. You want to end with an embarrassing story? When was a time you got more drunk than you should have? There's a lot of times. (laughs) (laughs) I need you to pick one. (laughs) Um, I think that the worst time I was underage. I'm sorry for those in the back. Um, I was a freshman (laughs) in college. Couldn't handle myself clearly. Oh, man, dude, there's so many. I know. Uh, I think this one's kind of like a scary one, not like totally, it's embarrassing. So the one that pops out in my head right off the bat is when I got really drunk in college and I tried to get up into my lofted bed in my dorm room. It was like the night before second semester. Oh no. You know what I'm about to say. Have I told this story on the podcast before? I don't think so. Okay, so I was... I didn't have my bar on my bed, on my lofted bed, and so I, like, was so drunk, I was blacked out. 
And I tried to get up into my loft bed to go to sleep, and I, like, fell. And I fell on my face, and I mm. broke my nose. Mm-mm. And there was, like, a pile Mm-mm. of blood on the floor, and I could tell that I was crawling around everywhere because there was, like, blood prints no, no, all no. over the room. And I woke up in the morning <clears throat> to, like, somehow I got to the bathroom to, like, my nose is bleeding. So I went to the bathroom, I think, to either puke or go to the bathroom. I don't know. And I shoved, like, toilet paper up my nose because it was bleeding. So I woke up at, like, 11.30 in the morning to my friends on my floor. And they were like, what happened to you? (laughs) They looked at my face. Literally, I have never seen so many people react to me being (laughs) so fugly, like, ever. My face was the size of an orange. Like, my the whole front of my face was swollen. My eyes were swollen shut. My nose was swollen out. And I had fucking toilet paper sticking And weren't you, like, nostrils. black and blue, too? I was black and blue for three weeks. And now I have a deviated septum. And that shit is not going to get fixed until I can spend $25,000 on the surgery. Absolutely not. Like, I'm not making my parents pay for that. Jesus. But um, it was really bad. I had such a bad headache. I just, like, sat with ice on my face for the whole day and then my one of my friends on the floor moved in that back like back in for the semester that night and her dad looked at me and was like i'm taking he's like tell your parents i'm taking you to the emergency room no okay that's nice and so yeah well everybody wanted to go with because the bachelor was fucking on and so they wanted to watch the bachelor in the waiting room of the hospital no shit yeah, so I went back there. I told the doctor, I was like, yeah, I was drunk. He goes, did you learn your lesson? I said, I think so. He goes, well, I can prescribe you some pain med- medication, but you're just going to have to live through this. Like, you can't do anything for a broken nose. Ugh. But, like, we just wanted to make sure your vitals are all good and you're right. like, ready to go. And so I didn't take the prescription. <laughs> for. I was like, if I have any pain, it's all my own doing. Like, I'm not going to get oxycodone or whatever it was. And, like, I literally walked around campus for three weeks with two black guys. And people would walk past me and just stare. Dang. And everybody on my floor would just stare at me. Because Dang. I had a broken nose. It was really bad. And then, like, two days later, I was leaning over and I looked horrible. Like, I looked like a train wreck. And I was leaning over looking at somebody and my nose started gushing. It was, I, like, nobody's ever had that bad of a bloody nose. And I just, like, literally blood was pouring out of my nose. And so I stood in the trash room on our floor. Just, like, blood dumping out of my nose into the garbage can. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It was, like, all the pressure built up. Oh. And they say at the hospital, like, um... Come back if you have a bloody nose between 20 and 30 minutes. And I was going on, like, 45 minutes of just, like, straight bleeding. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it was really bad. So did you go back? No. I didn't want to bear it. No. I didn't want to bear it. Dude, and you could have bled out from your nose. I know. But the, I didn't. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I remember, like, finally being able to move into the bathroom and just, like, let it dump into the toilet. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it was real rough. And the toilet kept flushing in my fucking face. Oh. Yeah, it was really bad. And that was, like, just really embarrassing because I was drunk. Yeah. When it happened. Yeah, yeah. Like, that should not happen. Mm. And I haven't been that drunk since. So. Fair enough. I've been really close. But that was really bad. I'm glad you made it. Yeah. I was really embarrassed after that. So kids, 
Don't do that. Don't go into your bed, your bunk bed without a bar when you're inebriated. And don't, just don't even try. Just sleep on the floor. Futon floor. Like, don't even try to do it. Yeah. It's not worth it. I feel that. No thanks. Yeah, so that's like really disgusting and embarrassing and... But you learned from it. That's all that matters. I learned from it. If I could take anything back, I'd probably do that. Aw. All right, Bob. Last one. And it's a deep one. What is your earliest memory? Oh, I know it. Okay. I was in a car seat, okay. so I don't know how old I was. Okay. Um, but I remember looking at my little baby feet, mm-hmm. my little socks on, and I was facing... I was facing forward okay, in the car Okay, so you're seat. probably like two at least. Yeah. Um, and I remember, I could tell you what road we were on in my hometown because it was that vivid. Oh it's God. the only thing I remember. And then I have like one memory of kindergarten, a couple of first grade, a couple of second grade, and then third grade is when my memory starts to like actually work. Okay. <laughs> but, Same. Right. But I'm in the car seat looking at my toes and my socks. My mom's driving. We're in our old van. Mm-hmm. And I look up and it's fall. And it's that kind of, like, beautiful fall day where everything looks really yellow except for the sky, which is, like, that, like, blue-gray, mm-hmm. like, very contrast. Mm-hmm. Looking at my toes, I look out the car windows. We're driving down Kelsey Road, and there's a cornfield, and all of a sudden, you know, like, in the fall when all of the blackbirds, like, fly together, mm-hmm. I look up, and all these blackbirds take off out of the corn in this big group of birds, and they're flying next to us. And it's, like, four seconds. Yeah. Four-second memory. Boom. Wow. I could paint you a picture yeah holy shit yeah it's crazy and then yeah like i said two memories in kindergarten and then a large cap (laughs) (laughs) i have i my first memory is we were at devil's lake and actually oh timeline there's two very vivid first memories of mine. So I was at Devil's Lake with my family and my friend, my dad, my, like, family friends. Okay. That we don't really talk to anymore. Like, it was my dad's college buddy. Okay. High school buddy. And I, they wanted to do the bluff hike at Devil's Lake. And I didn't want to, but I couldn't be down there by myself. Oh. So my dad's buddy put me on his shoulders. And he was so sweaty. It was, like, the middle of summer. And so he was sweating so bad. And I was like, I don't want to walk. I was a stubborn little shit. You still are. I still am. (laughs) Like, and that is a, it is like a genetic trait that I got from somewhere down the line. It's definitely your dad. Oh, nice. Thanks. I'm going to tell him that. (laughs) No, I mean, it's not a bad thing, but it's definitely your dad. It's seriously, I was like, I'm not walking. And I threw a tantrum. And so my dad's buddy put me on his shoulders and walked me like, he walked up the whole bluff with me on his shoulders. Oh, Like, poor guy. I'm sure he was dying after that because it was sweaty, hot summer, and you have a kid that's being annoying as little shit. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> and I remember, like, being so tall and, like, having to duck my head because I was going to hit the trees. Oh. Yeah. So What's that's your other memory. one? And then my other memory is me also being a little shit. <laughs> at my cousin's wedding years ago i was probably three okay and we were taking a group a family photo oh no and i refused to stand by my mom <laughs> like i was like there's pictures oh. there's pictures of me on one side and my mom and my sister on the other <laughs> because i just did not want to be by her okay and so my mom was like erica come by me right now and so then i was like no and then I like refused to be in the picture with her or else I wouldn't I would scream or else Jesus yeah like I just remember vividly 
And everybody was like, just take the damn picture. Like, she doesn't need to be by you. She's obviously not going to do it. Okay. And, like, I got my way. Like, I was defiant. Dang. And then I got my very first headache that day. Wow. So. That's crazy. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, I, like, puked. Oh. I got my very first headache, and ever since then, I've had problems with headaches. That was instant karma. Yeah. So. <laughs> Fuck. I know. And then I was a real hell that oh, whole day. yeah. Like, I was sick and sleeping on the floor underneath the table. Oh. Yeah. So. Both were when I was probably three. Okay. I think. Yeah. Then, you know, from there, it was, like, kind of inconsistent memory. But, like, I remember a very good chunk of being on the farm. Yeah. And I moved off the farm when I was eight. So, a lot of that, okay. like, was around. Oh, like yeah. that. A lot of me just, like, being a little shit because I could. Right. You know? I, just, I feel so bad for my parents. Sorry, they mom. Sorry, it. dad. They all go through. We're all little shits when we're little. Yeah. That's all I have, Bob. That's good. This is fun. Okay, it wasn't too serious. Serious enough. Serious enough, but not funny too enough. Serious. Yeah. Not too funny. <laughs> well, all right, y'all. We hope you learned something about us. We hope you thought about them for yourself too. Guess what? What? This is our thirteenth episode. I know. I can't believe it. Lucky number thirteen. Uh, in the car today, when I was driving home from work, I thought about what we're gonna do when we have a hundred episodes, which is in a really long time. I'm already looking forward to our like year release. I know. We are going to throw a party. We're going to throw a party, so make sure you put it on your calendars for February 1st, 2020. True. 2020. I think we're going to have a meetup or something. We're going to have a meetup. We're going to have some swag. Swag. It's going to be baller. I think it's going to be hype as fuck. Hell yeah. So to keep up with that and to help keep your calendar open and be reminded of this event, make sure you are following us on Instagram at Hype Queens Podcast. Have a good week or two until you hear from us next. Hell yeah, we'll see you for number 14. Love you. Bye.